0: This year, for the Three Weeks in Speech series, in which we go into and examine a part of tefillah that has to do with the three weeks, or the destruction of the Vesemigdesh, or the yearning, yearning for it to be rebuilt, uh, this year we will focus on the bracha of Ritzei, which is one of the latter brachas of Shemona Esrei, uh, where we ask for the restoration of the Temple service of the Avoda. In the middle of Ritzei, it's quite a short bracha, in the middle of Ritzei, there is a construct. There are are a couple of clauses of phrases that don't seem to fit together very well. It's very hard to read. Um, So we're gonna focus most of our comments on that because even as we recite the bracha normally, day in and day out, we stop for a moment and focus on the flow of the words. It'll teach us a lot about those words and thereby giving them more meaning as we recite them uh, daily. But before then, in the general code of the Shemona Esrei, how the Shemona Esrei is unfolded, the Gemara in Megillah discusses step-by-step step and tells us step-by-step step why the Asher Knesset set the prayer order as they did. And uh, regarding the Brach of Ritzei, the Gemara says that after tefillah, comes Avoda. This is a reference to the previous bracha, which is Shema Koleinu, um, in which we end Baruch Atah Hashem, Shomei HaTefila Blessed Yoshem, Hashem, who hears prayers. That is a general acceptance of prayers. And afterwards comes Avoda and a proof text is brought for that. That this should be, one should be following the other. So before getting into the actual bracha, just in the atmosphere in which the bracha is presented, this already gives us a very valuable and poignant lesson for the three weeks we tend to think that Shmon Esrei is the height of, of conversation with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, kind of the height of service in the sense that we are uh, just before him, talking to him directly in a holy state, feet together, everything quiet all around us. There's no other um, time or place within our regular lives in which we have such a direct focus specific only on and specifically on uh, direct connection with God. Nothing else competes. And therefore, we tend to think of Shman Esra as being this incredibly holy zone, uh, which is kind of the height of our communication, our connection with, with Hashem. And what this introduction to Ritzei is telling us is that that's not the case. After tefillah, there's something else. Yes, there's the height of tefillah. There's the power of tefillah. There's the feeling of closeness of tefillah. But there's something else beyond it. After tefillah comes avodah comes service in the Beis HaMikdash, comes service in the temple. There's something beyond where we are now that we are yearning for, for, uh, for it to be restored. Um, so that's just a little bit of an inkling. You know, when we think about uh, Mashiach or the Beis HaMikdash or things happening in the future, we tend to think of that as being something else. There's the world that we're in now, and then there's going to be another world later on. It's important to recognize that there is a, that those are one in the same world, it's just that our world is missing a significant portion, a significant ability of us to, to attain spiritual heights and attain that degree of spiritual connection. And even what we dream of in our mind, I mean, what we can conjure up as being that height, for us, uh, kind of pales in comparison, or at least is significantly lacking when we look forward to, towards the future. That's the first thought in this bracha before we get into those words and the actual development of the bracha itself. Just the setting is already a very powerful message for the three weeks and we'll continue in the next podcast.